What is going on everyone? Leon checking in and we're at it again with another video. In today's video, we'll be covering a three month update on the Samsung Galaxy ecosystem. Now this system was one of several you could purchase three months ago and this one includes the Z Fold 3, the Watch 4 Classic and the Galaxy Buds 2. Now I was immediately excited about all these devices because they worked flawlessly together. Pairing was quick and function was simple. In fact, all these items work so flawlessly together, I've dubbed this system the Apple of Android, which means that if you want an Apple-like experience where everything works together, but you don't want to go the Apple route, this is the route to go for Android. That being said, if you're looking to purchase one of these devices, you may want to purchase them all because again, this is an ecosystem and all these devices work so well together. As always, we only feature products or services I buy, use, or I'm interested in. Now you can find these items and related accessories at the Amazon storefront link in the description below. Don't have time to watch the whole video? We're now a podcast you can find on multiple platforms by searching for Pixels Cracked. And if you are listening to this on a podcast, you can find a more detailed video and YouTube channel by searching for Pixels Cracked as well. All things said, let's go ahead and get into it. First, we have arguably the most important part of this ecosystem, the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3. I have this device protected by a Spigen Slim Armor Pro case, which features hinge protection, a feature missing on many cases for this device. The Z Fold 3 has been holding up well and still amazes people. Now, I don't have a display protector installed on the main display, and the reason being goes back to one of my earlier videos where I mentioned that in the direction, Samsung doesn't recommend installing a display protector because it could damage the main display once it's removed. So although I don't have a display protector installed, I haven't noticed any visible wear. Now, if you made it this far in the video, you may be wondering who this device is for, and the main display is the deciding factor here. I've used this main display for reading, productivity, video, and gaming. Now there is a pen available for this device and I find it useful for things like highlighting text or making selections or moving through the system UI. But the problem is there's still no place to put this. Now when it comes to folding performance, the folding hardware and the main display have held up very well. Now a big talk of this phone is the crease and that's always hard to demonstrate on a camera, but you can get a good view of it here in the middle of the phone. That is where the crease will be. It is visible to an extent, but you get really used to this device and it doesn't become that huge of a concern. Now the reason I'm trying to show this device up close when folding is to really give you a good view of the folding process to give you some assurance if you are looking into buying this device. Now this device still folds smoothly and there's no resistance or odd noises and it works virtually the same as day one. Now although the Z Fold 3 is a thicker device, it's acceptable considering you get that large main display in this application. However, this is a taller device so deep pockets are necessary unless you're using a holster. Next we have the outside display which is referred to as the cover display. Now the cover display can be used for many of the same functions as the main display, but I find it most useful for playing music, checking widgets, or performing Google Assistant functions. And then there's a camera which takes good photos and videos. Now if you're coming from another device such as an Apple, Samsung, or a Pixel, you may notice a drop in performance. However, there may be some good news. There are talks that possibly Samsung's working on a better camera, for the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 4, and that's one of the pieces missing here that would make the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 a perfect device. 
And then we have system UI, which runs well in general, considering I have a custom Nova launcher here and a live wallpaper in the background. Everything runs smoothly for the most part though, with some rare occasional hesitancies. And then there's battery performance, and I would say I'm a moderate to heavy user of the Z Fold 3, and I could typically make it through a whole day on one charge. Now sometimes I'll charge in the afternoon after work if I've been on the heavier side of use to make sure I can make it through a workout. Now with power save the mode enabled, it's not uncommon to make it through a whole day with no worries. Next we have the Watch 4 Classic, and there are really no complaints here. Now for starters, I'm using the Spigen Rugged Armor Pro case for protection, and this case is held up very well. Now I originally thought that using the rotating bezel on the Watch 4 Classic would be problematic with this case since we only have so much access to the rotating bezel, but I found that with time I quickly got used to this and it's really not an issue at all. Now the highlight of this watch is automatic syncing of health and fitness data to my Z Fold 3 via the Samsung Health app. This allows us to view and analyze our personal health data on the Z Fold 3's large main display. My favorite watch metrics are sleep, exercise, and water intake. Sleep data is tracked automatically and seems to work really well. Other helpful metrics are also included, like body composition, steps, stress, heart rate, and blood oxygen. A bonus benefit is automatic exercise tracking for basic activities like walking and running. Simply wear this device and it'll detect that you're doing either of those activities and it'll automatically start recording. Now when it comes to the metrics, the question is how accurate is all this information? And I've noticed there are variations between my Watch 4 Classic data and my Renfo Smart Scale data, but the thing to keep in mind is that these devices estimate things in general. I think when it comes to these devices, it's good to have a few and then use your body as a reference to understand which points of data may be more accurate than others, depending on the device that they're coming from. As for battery, Watch 4 Classic makes it through the day on a single charge without battery saver and always on display enabled. I normally charge this device between showers or tasks that don't require health data like cooking. Finally, we have the Galaxy Buds 2, which are protected by Spigen Rugged Armor Pro case. Overall, these buds work really well. Now, as mentioned earlier, this whole ecosystem is essentially the Apple of Android, and this is easily demonstrated by the pairing process. So, if I open up the lid on the Galaxy Buds 2, you're going to see that that information is sent directly to the Z Fold 3. And the Watch 4 Classic works the same way. Everything just pairs automatically and communicates flawlessly. Now, although the Buds 2 do have a questionable water resistance rate, and they have performed good for me in workouts. The Buds 2 feature common touch controls such as pause and play, previous track and next track, and also other touch control options in labs, which is more of an experimental feature, and those include things such as activating the Google Assistant and control and volume. Now, out of this whole Galaxy ecosystem, the Buds 2 are the ones that I've had the most problems with, and they're more minor. There have been things such as connection issues, where occasionally a Bud won't connect on the first try when taken out of the case or in another situation music will continue playing on my Z Fold 3 instead of pausing when a bud is placed inside the case. Now these are more recent issues. Previously the buds too they were working flawlessly until this started happening and I don't think it's a deal breaker because this can most likely be fixed with a software update. 
And then there's battery performance, and I haven't had a problem making it through a whole day. Now, I will, for a majority of the day, use one bud at a time and switch between the two to give each ear an occasional break. Now, for more motivational tasks such as working out, I do use both buds at the same time. And I also switch between functions like ambient sound and active noise cancellation. Now, if you're new to Buds 2, how this works is each bud has a battery inside of it and you place it into the case. And this all works really well because they're magnetized, so they secure in place into the case. Now the case has a battery itself, and that's what you charge. And you can charge this case via a USB-C cable. You can see the port right there, or you can also charge these wirelessly. And that's the route I go. I go wireless charging. And just like the Watch 4 Classic, I charge in between small tasks like taking a shower or cooking where I'm not going to be using my buds to and that seems to be enough to keep them fully charged. Now when it comes to music playback for situations such as working out or watching content these work really well. Now a hidden benefit of the buds 2 hardware design is ease of cleaning. Now just like other earbuds the earbud tips are removable but they also feature a screen on the inside of that tip to catch any earwax so that it doesn't actually go into the earbud screen. The case itself is also not so deep so I can actually fit my finger in here and I can clean the case that way using a rag or I could still use a q-tip. But this case is shallow, that's the main point. If you look at other earbuds, like the Pixel Buds, the case is really deep, and really the only way you're getting in there is with a Q-tip. So final thoughts. Again, the system that you see here is essentially the Apple of Android. Now, if you don't wanna go Apple, that's basically me, but you want something that's comparable where it all works together really well, flawlessly, it connects instantly, then again, this is the route you want to go for Android. Now, as you can tell by the channel, I'm a Pixel fan. That's why the channel is called Pixels Cracked. And I feel like the Pixel line is just missing this kind of magic. I could only imagine if Google came out with something like this, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a foldable. It could be their Pixel 6 Pro, and they do have the earbuds already, but what they're missing is the watch. That's the missing element here. And if they brought that out, they would have a wonderful, magical ecosystem just like this. And I think a lot of people would get behind that even more. So that is it for today's video. If you enjoyed it and found it interesting, please leave a like. If you're watching this on YouTube and have any questions or comments, as always, drop those down below and I'll do my best to answer them. Now, there are three ways you could support the channel and podcast. The first way is to click on the Amazon storefront link in the description below. There you'll find items that I have bought or I'd like to buy, and anything you buy from the storefront does support the content. The next way you can show your support is just by sharing this content with someone who might enjoy it or find it useful. And the last way you can show your support is just by clicking the subscribe or follow button. Now liking and subscribing are important. Those are your ways to vote on whether you like the video or the podcast. Liking and subscribing are also important for new viewers and listeners. If new viewers and listeners see likes and subscribers, they're going to think that the content is helpful, worth watching, and listening to. So that is pretty much it. And until next time, Leon, check in out.